self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point also known as climate red and we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. And we have... We got some comments on SoundCloud, and then we got a response from Michael. Mike. So the episode, the never ending podcasters, we got a response from the PLP podcast. If you keep the memories of previous lives, aren't you still losing all the people you lose if you live to be a thousand? (laughs) And (laughs) the only problem with that aging like we age now would I like be 10 for the first 100 years and 90 for the last 100 or can I norm age normally until like 21 and then slowing it down <laughs> so clearly we have some gaps in, in the situation uh, so cl- technically if you remembered all the lives of each of your 100 years that would be the same as the 1000 years except I mean I you yeah but you would, I don't know. I guess it's the starting over that I would enjoy as opposed to just like going straight through a thousand years. Like, I don't know, man. I'd rather do 10 lifetimes of a hundred than to do a thousand straight. I don't know. It's the starting over. At the end of the day, I just need to be able to set some parameters before this genie grant whatever this wish is. So however this is coming to be. I need some parameters set because I don't want to be a teenager for 180 years myself. I just don't. Yeah. Well, I, I would assume it would, however, you would have to um, divvy it out so that it's the same. You spend like an equivalent, like you have an equivalent amount of time as a teenager, but like in that amount of years. So however many years that would be, I don't know. I don't think it would be that uneven of a spread. I just need some parameters because I feel like, like most of it would be adulthood like it is now like most of your life is adulthood yeah but like at 50 most men's meat stop working so I don't want that for 500 more years <sighs> I need to I'm just saying I need to be able to set some parameters <laughs> okay or what if I'm born and I got some kind of disease like you gonna be living with your disease for a thousand years I gotta set parameters I told you that sound like that um Oh, what is it? Not black. The the show that was Black Mirror was, uh, not X Files. Uh, what is it? Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. That's the Twilight Zone version. I told you with a guy, he was gonna, he was immortal, but he killed his wife and he got a life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, That's I ain't even talking about. Things. I ain't talking about decision based shit. Clearly, in a thousand years, it's a whole bunch of shit I can do. Yeah, that that I fuck up. And but I I'm really saying like the way that. If you're not specific how to, how you could be born with a disease that you just live with your whole life, like you have to be real specific depending on who granting the wish. And are you immortal or do you just live for a thousand years where regular shit can still kill you? You would be, oh, I don't know. Like I don't want to get AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Like cancer. Like, no, I got like, 
<laughs> I got 732 years left. You just have no. cancer for 732 years. No, I'm saying cancer can kill you like it killed regular folks. And now all them years is wasted because I just have to have parameters. <laughs> Whatever measure can create that many years, you can also make sure I don't have no diseases, make sure my meat stay limber to 75. You know what I'm saying? Help me age in a more respective manner than, <laughs> you know, having to be old as hell for all that time or being a little bitty ass baby for all that time. No, we can't do that. Well, it, I feel it, like it, one through eighteen, yeah, like like PLP podcast say, I want I want to be one through twenty one normal and then freeze until the last. It would have to be because otherwise, if you were a baby for eighteen years, you would have to have somebody who could take care you of you. You would be a those. baby for eighteen years. Just, just be well, a, you could be if you got a thousand years to divvy that up. Eighteen years is a baby's possibility, but. You have to have somebody take care of you all of the time, and if you're the only person who, whose timeline is affected by this, who's on, you gonna be the only one to live to be a thousand, then you would have to uh, up until adulthood age the the regular way. You do know this how a genie would grant the wish. Yes, a genie would grant the wish in the way that's garbage to you. <laughs> like a genie would grant the wish and say, "I want to live. You want to live a thousand years? Okay, wish granted." And yes, you gonna at seventy five, you ain't gonna be able to walk, and you are gonna be seventy five for the next nine hundred twenty five fucking years. You are gonna be unwalkable, <laughs> decrepit. You are gonna be like the tails on the crypt. You can't get no bitches uh, <laughs> now because you look like you from the tails from the crypt. Your hair gone, <laughs> your skin cells don't work no more. You can barely digest food. You got to use a dookie bag. But see, you wouldn't have to worry about all of those things if you did 10 lifetimes of 100 years because you would age the regular way every time. And so you wouldn't have to set up parameters to where you ain't an old person for a long time. You have a regular lifespan. A genie would mess that up. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that, I don't know if y'all know, but like if you've only watched Aladdin, you don't know the origin of genies, which gen, is gin. Yeah. Which gin are like... They are like those State Farm commercials when a genie. Where I don't know if y'all remember this commercial, but the dude was like, "Well, I wish for a hundred bucks." And he was like, "Wish granted," and a hundred fucking deer all around his house. That's how genies really are. Like they are yeah. di- they, in in literature, they're in classic literature. They're notorious dickheads. Yeah, the they will. Are- you got to be real specific about your wish. Like the shit Aladdin was asking for, Aladdin would have died the first fucking. Wish, yeah, from a genie. Yeah, the genie. What was first wish? I don't remember. I need to see a lad become a. I don't know. I'm waiting for it to go to the dollar theater. He wanted Princess J. It had something to do with her, I'm sure, because he wanted her. So, being he said, I want to be a prince. I don't want to be a street rat no more. All right, but you know, clearly we can rehash this conversation and. Going to it forever. Uh, let's go to Michael's uh, letter. Okay. Hi, guys. I heard you discussing intersex people in the last podcast and thought you might be interested in a really good BBC documentary on the subject. It's called Me, My Sex, and I, and was a real eye-opener for me when I first watched it. It covers the experience of several intersex individuals and goes through the in- issues parents face in selecting a sex to be surgically enforced on their newborn babies. 
Also, as a man living in a country where, upon having a healthy baby son, it is not customary to cut off a bit of their penis and throw it in the trash, I applaud the decision to not circumcise your baby without medical need. I'm also a man who had to have an adult circumcision for medical reasons. As such, I'd also like to add that there is no reason your uncut son will have a dirty, cheesy belland other than failure to maintain a basic hygiene routine. And having experienced both sides of the fence in my adult life without wanting to make anyone feel like they've missed out, um, I guess I don't know how to finish that sentence now. Bottom line, don't cut off any part of your baby without a fucking good reason, even the dick. <laughs> so, so he said, having experienced both sides of the fence in my adult life without wanting to make anyone feel like they've missed out, you don't know how to make that finish that sentence. I would assume it would mean that he had more sensation prior to yes exactly i imagine well probably mostly because he had surgery on that part but i guess so i don't know if there's a real basic comparison from how good busting a big old fat nut feels (laughs) from pre-circumcision to post-circumcision well most boys don't know that they're missing anything because they never experience but pre he is a uh anomaly because of how late in life he had it done yes yes he is um i wonder what was even the metric for them finding out that what do you mean what's the metric for them finding out how much better an orgasm feels for a person that's not circumcised versus a person that is actually circumcised who is they whoever per whoever uh the art did the article that I was talking about about the kinds of circumcision. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it's basically like it, it eliminates a whole bunch of nerve endings that you have. Probably, yeah. And women, women keep every one of them nerve endings. That's probably why women can have multiple super orgasms all the time. And we we would a one hit a quitter. Or maybe in your younger years, you can squeeze out a couple. I, I think there's a biological reason for that. For what? Because extra nerve endings. No, the um, multiple orgasm. I think when women orgasm, it isn't that what helps the sperm. Like you have more uh, more of a chance, more chances to get pregnant if you're, because like it contracts and pulls the sperm up. I think it has like a biological. I think the vagina do that anyway. It pulls it up. I don't think so. Not as much as if I don't know. Look, I, I don't know. <laughs> a woman will drop that thing on a man three times without <laughs> orgasming, and she pregnant. Okay, I'm so, not saying that it's required. It's it's just one of those things where it assisted, and if that's the whole purpose in us doing that anyway is to procreate i guess i'm looking at it from the perspective that it's a really thin line between xx and xy chromosomes as the fetus is developing oh okay you know because because at a certain point the fetus is literally the same Mm -hmm. and then once whatever process happens that discerns whether you're gonna be a boy or a girl you're all female yeah everybody's female then it starts to take a different shape so it's like there has to be the male equivalent to that if that's the case and maybe it's the prostate. I'll never know. Or that why do you think there has to be a male equivalent? It's supposed to be. Why? 
Because it's all created from the same. Yeah, but once that why is created or whatever happens for you to become a boy, you start developing in a different way. So that might just that part might develop differently at the point that you get the Y chromosome. Like it doesn't have to be equivalent just because you start out as but the mush. penis is essentially the same the same as the clitoris. It's the same thing. It's a big clitoris. Or or the clitoris is a little tiny penis. That's how it's regarded. It's supposed to have the same amount of nerve endings. Except issue is we get our shit cut off. And so I just don't know why going in there there is some biological need for a whole bunch of orgasms. But only the need for man to have one. I don't know. Somebody who knows about science look that up for me. Because... I don't know how sperm I'm gonna works. Forget. Like, I mean, what I mean by that? Let me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there is something to the number of sperm. Like, if you if you had multiple ejaculations, would you have the same amount of sperm every time, or would it die down every time? And so, like, you would have less chance of producing. I wonder that too. Like, I don't know. Not specifically what you're wondering, but I wonder, like, because, you know, new sperm develop within men, like, every 72 hours. Okay. Roughly. And you got a new sperm. But I'm like, what if you, like, have, what if you don't ejaculate for a year? Is it a difference between the old sperm that been sent inside of a man that goes into a woman versus maybe if you, it just, doesn't re- if you just hit him with the, um, what's that movie with Ben Stiller? And something, something about Mary. If you hit them with the, I'm gonna get rub one of these out, and then you ejaculate inside a woman with like sperm that was developing within the first two hours. But if you don't ejaculate, does new sperm get produced? I don't know. If it doesn't, that creates the same. Now you got senior citizen sperm sent inside of you. Does that have something to do with how you know? I don't know. Maybe that's how you end up with Forrest Gumps out here. <laughs> I mean, if the type of underwear you wear can Forrest cre- Gump was actually like a genius, I guess. Um, Let me not yeah, say a genius. No, a savant. That might be a little, yeah, okay. He was savant. a savant. Um, I mean, if the type of underwear that men wear can have an impact on the amount of sperm that they produce, like, I feel like it's a Is delicate. That true? Yeah, when people, when couples have fertility issues, one of the things that they'll do is change the underwear. If it, uh, Is it, do they change it to boxes where it's not as constricting? They'll change your underwear if you're wearing the wrong kind because it's supposed to help Why with Why would they even sperm. sell them then? I don't even know why they would even suggest men what constricting underwear. Because everybody ain't trying to produce so you don't really care about your sperm until you get ready to produce. Like, otherwise it don't matter. Like, it only matters when it matters. <laughs> Like up until that point when you ain't trying to get nobody pregnant, you don't care. <laughs> it don't matter. But once you get a wife who want to get pregnant now and you can't get her pregnant, now it's a problem. You change your underwear. But prior to that, that actually work in your favor. It's less likely for you to be out here with little unwanted babies. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, they'll change your they'll change your underwear. I can't remember if it's less constricting underwear. I think it is. Like you wear boxers so that it's looser mm-hmm. so that helps with sperm production but again this came from my dialogue about fgm female genital mutilation 
and the idea that circumcision is going to go up or down with that because it's just not that different of a process. They cutting off a whole bunch of your meat when you're a baby for a cultural societal practice. No major health benefits. Now, while female genital mutilation has absolutely zero health benefits and is rooted in a, a messed up ass um, religious practice, it's different. But did you know that there is a, a Jewish community that, and I don't remember the name of those that Jewish community, but the um, the leader, I don't know, I guess the rabbi maybe, I don't know if it's called the same thing in a specific Jewish group, but they perform a circumcision by cutting off that part of the baby's meat with their teeth. The fuck kind of why? What what possible reason? I don't know, but a small percentage of babies because of that have end up dying from herpes. But because it's exclusively a religious practice, it's made it difficult to ban that. So what would happen? So if they banned it, what would happen with Jewish people? Because they have a whole like that's a whole ceremony. They have a moil that does it. Like what would happen with that? He didn't get into the dialogue about what would happen with it as a faith faith based practice. He was basically just distinguishing between how much circumcision actually looks like female genital mutilation. So you're not going to be able to separate it. So either female genital mutilation going to have to be left alone or legislation is going to have to minimize how far you can go with uh, female genital mutilation and allow the less intrusive versions mm -hmm. or a lot of circumcision is going to go down because but that's it's far what I more mean. intrusive. But if you... If it's for religious purposes, would I want? Would you still be able to do it? Or would it be not if the law forbids it? Because a, a, to be honest, a lot of circumcision ain't even done for religious purposes. But I'm, it's just done to all boys out here. I feel like Jewish people in a lot of that happen. <laughs> like I feel like they well, would have a the problem thing. with that. That's why that judge ruled it as unconstitutional. Because you would be literally making a law just for women. You can't do that. You can't make a law that just for women that only apply to a practice that you don't want to happen to women, but you allow the same one to happen on boys. You can't do that. And the Muslim community regards this as a religious practice. So who we as a society to say, we don't like your Muslim religious practice that is similar to the Jewish religious practice and Christian religious practice, I guess, by cultural standards. And we're, but we're not going to do anything. Uh, it's not a Christian base. They don't really have, I mean, that, I then think, why is, why is a quarter of my meat gone then? I don't think it had, I ain't Jewish. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with religion though. I think that, I don't know. It maybe but it became the norm and everybody just started doing it, but I don't, I don't remember anything in Christianity about uh, no, no, no. circumcision. It's, it's by proxy. I mean, it's by yeah. proxy. It's by Jewish proxy. I mean, it's, it's, it's a connected faith. So that's probably why, but that's what, that's all that the religion, that's all the judge was saying when he struck it down as unconstitutional by saying, Hey, we're going to stop this practice on girls. But boys, y'all can keep getting your meat cut off for no reason. So it makes sense. 
But the only thing I can see them doing is saying a certain level of damage you can't do. But that is going to cut off a lot because, man, male, male circumcision is very intrusive. But but I am an advocate for 100% eradicating female genital mutilation. I just don't like it. But at this point, I feel like I'm in favor of eradicating male genital mutilation. You know, I, I mean, I don't want nobody to get their stuff cut up if, they, if there's not a reason to do it. I mean, biologically, this is how we exist. So we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's just going to be uncomfortable having to watch your baby when they little, okay? It's going to be really uncomfortable. That's why having babies is a question mark for me. I saw a video of a kid that, like, had green dookie all over him. Like, apparently he used the bathroom on himself and nobody got him. And he had it all over his face and his hands and his diaper. Throw the whole baby away. And his, the uh, picture was like, what to do next? Throw the whole baby away. Yeah, like... I'm just gonna get a hose pipe. I'm just gonna, you know how you pick some up like by your two fingers <laughs> like that. I'm gonna pick him up by his fingers, take him out, and just hose pipe the little motherfucker. I'm gonna get DHR called on me. You are, you definitely <laughs> are, which is not a good look for the the profession that you're in. <laughs> it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Um, I went home Saturday mm-hmm. when I got off work. And first of all, my mom got a dog. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. She got a new dog named Bosley. She loves this fucking dog. When I tell you that that is her son, that's my brother. She sends me pictures talking about, look at your brother. Like she fucking loves this dog. Um, so that was one thing. Um, but <laughs> now I have I have lost not name pound. Okay, I weigh exactly the same thing that I've been weighing for the last probably a year at this point so i get there <laughs> and was it when i was leaving no i, I was standing up because i was getting a dog and she was like it looked like you finally losing some of that weight and i didn't know how to respond <laughs> you know, because on one to- on, in one sense you were pleased you know that mom would look at you and, and think that you're shredding Another one is that you confused because you ain't lost shit. And then another one, you irritated because she's still on that weight shit. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't know what to do. (laughs) I was just like, I don't think I have, but okay. And I mean, I literally have lost no weight. Like I I weigh myself to make sure I'm not gaining because I'm not really trying to lose weight. I'm comfortable and I'm a size 10. I don't give a shit. I'll tell people that I don't care. Uh, I went from a six to a ten, though, so it's a drastic difference. But in me saying that I'm a size six, you also have to keep in mind that I'm five eight, so I was very tiny as a size six. A size six for somebody shorter is more of the ideal. I think I was too small. I was within my weight range, but it looked like I looked malnourished <laughs> when I look back at pictures of myself. So I'm cool as a size ten, but she just and I think it's because she was living vicariously through me. Like my mom, I mean, she's she's bigger than me, but she's not that big. And I think she just really liked that I I had gotten so old and was still 
like small and she that somehow made her happy because she got real unhappy when I came to wait. Like it was her. Like this ain't you. Fuck you care. You ain't gotta buy my buy me new clothes because I done gained one up some sizes. Like what the fuck? Um also did I talk about my brother and his new boo thing? Mm-mm. Also my brother has a new girlfriend. She's white, which in my family, I mean that we that we don't care. We didn't people didn't brought all kind of folks on. It's not so much that she's white as it is that she looks old. Now I don't know how old she is, but she looks old. Okay, on a scale of whiteness, give her a grade like a report card grade. Basing it off, like what do you mean a scale of whiteness? Quality of white. I mean, it's like a. I don't know. They age differently from us, so it's hard to say. What does you think? I would say a D. A D? I can give her an F. She's not attractive, okay? She's not it's not because she's white. It's because she's her face is unattractive and she looks old. Now my brother is forty five. So I don't know how old she is. She could be his age, but sometimes it's hard to tell how old white people are. They don't age that great. It depends sometimes. on how much meth they did when they was twenty. Melanin helps. I what I don't know. Melanin, Melanin blocks helps. out the effects of substances <laughs> and the sun. So he has not told us about her. The way that we found out is that he they 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 became Facebook official. Okay, so he has in a relationship with her. And so that's how we like found out. So my mom doesn't want to say anything. She just wants to see how long it's going to take him to say something. It was so hard for me to be at home and not say shit to him because I really wanted to ask him about this shit. That shit's going to turn into an argument. It was. Because <laughs> I was going to be shady as fuck. I know I was. I was going to try not to be. But it was gonna come across you, real shady and why petty. would you be shady though? Why? Okay. You can't support your brother more that then you can disapprove of, of his okay. choice. Here's what and this is I'ma sound like such an asshole. Cause my younger brother already told me. No, he agreed with me. So we're both assholes. Anyway, so my brother is real sadistic, my older brother. And so we knew he was seeing somebody. But we didn't know who it was until he did the whole Facebook thing. And it seemed like he was, like, embarrassed of us. Because he, he act like that a lot. Like, he don't really bring people around. And so then when I saw what she looked like, I was offended. You embarrassed of us? You not embarrassed of this? You should be embarrassed of her. Don't be Beauty embarrassed. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, he must be blind. No. You I mean, saw her? His eyes are compromised, but he ain't <laughs> blind. Okay? Damn. I'm such an You got interest. me talking shit about your brother's life on the podcast. He fucking around and listen to this. He ain't gonna listen to this. I just told you he don't he's ashamed of us. He's not gonna listen to nothing Well listen. <laughs> listen, you saw her. So you're a man. What did you think of her? I think I done seen a whole bunch of dudes with ugly women. Okay. <laughs> And and that's just my subjective way of exp- of viewing the person. Every single person, listen, and I do this purposefully. Every single person that I have showed that picture to, all of them be like, "Oh," 
because they don't know they don't want to offend me because they think that I'm I I care or I would be upset if they like said some slick shit about her. Nobody, women, men, nobody who's looking at that picture be like, oh, okay. Like everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> Love is blind, okay? <laughs> okay. And it'll take over your mind. <laughs> All right, Eve. <laughs> Look, she might be a lovely lady. I haven't met her. I just know she looks old and she looks like she has had a difficult life. But she might be very sweet. She might be rich. My mom said that she thinks she got money. <laughs> she might got money. We ain't gonna say that do me no fucking good if she do. Why? Because that nigga, listen, when he was in the military, we ain't never see that nigga. If she got money, he, we ain't gonna never see him. He gonna move out of my parents' house and we ain't gonna see that nigga. <laughs> of course. Like, until some shit happens and he need to move back. That's Y'all what got saying. problems. Hmm? Y'all got problems. Yes. Y'all got secrets. We do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. He's just an he asshole. reason to have problems with y'all. Not y'all. I ain't got no secret. I ain't did shit. Cause if I knew, I'd tell it. You and your mama close, so you you get the hate by proxy. I mean, listen, I don't care. At this point, I don't care. I was just offended that this is who you've been trying to hide from us. But he ain't hiding. He Drake. ain't hiding him from y'all because of he wasn't hiding her from y'all because of how y'all look. No, it's because of his internal insecurities about his family. And it don't matter if he was dating Satan, goddamn. I'm still offended. But whatever. You don't care about that nigga love life no way. You just offended to be offended. Well, maybe. <laughs> you just want some <laughs> shit to talk. Listen, I didn't say anything. I could have. You just wanna you just wanna be at somebody's table without him there and be like, that's what you want to no, do. Listen, I don't even got to do that because the day that picture dropped, <laughs> my phone was ringing off the hook. Like everybody in the family calling, like, "What is going on with your brother? Who is this white lady?" And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know. You know, he don't talk to us. I have no idea." So I ain't even got to do that. Everybody in the family didn't seen it. Everybody got questions. That's what happened. What happened is your brother met this woman who got money, and she uh, she ain't a looker. <laughs> But she ain't ugly enough to turn away her and her riches. <laughs> and he looked up and he said, How in the fuck did I get here? He was like, Deborah Cox. <laughs> How did you get here? And, and 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 he was like, Oh, I, oh shit. Like at a certain moment, he was like, Oh shit. I can't let nobody know I'm in this. My family will roast me alive yes. without saying shit to me. Yes. We will. They'll roast me alive and I know I've been roasted when I'm around them yes. but and not at all to my face. Yes. Well, some of us will roast him to his face. I would roast him to his face but, you know. You can, uh, you gotta make up some nicknames for her. Her hairline is so far back. Like, you gotta call her Big Debbie. <laughs> Y'all gotta come up with some creative nicknames now. Come on. We so this is here's the thing. Call her Paula. We are used to like the men in my family make bad choices in women. Okay, I got a cousin who every Thanksgiving for like maybe six years brought home a new straggler looking girl. Sometimes they was black, sometimes they was white, sometimes they was other. And 
you know, we treated we. The thing is, like my family, we're assholes, but we know how to be cordial, and so we were very nice to the girls, even though all of us were thinking, like, "Bitch, you ain't gonna be here next year." He bring a different girl every year. Like they were all in love and planning a future, and we like, "You not gonna be here next year," <laughs> and they weren't. But we were nice to them, so it's not like my brother doesn't know that we're capable of being. Civil. But why you can't have why y'all can't be the kind of family that be like, maybe this is the one versus bitch, you ain't coming back. <laughs> That's a different way of experiencing that, that these, person. No, because if you were to see these women and, and talk with them, you would have been like, bitch, you ain't coming back too. Like they were not like forever women. You know what I'm saying? Like they wasn't they wasn't they wasn't the women that, that was gonna stick. How about that? Like we already knew. Now, the one he with now, the same cousin, he been with her for like they probably been together like six years at this point. But listen, they've been engaged for four those years. <laughs> he's never gonna marry her. But he's been with her consistently, so I mean I guess there's that, but he ain't finna marry her. We ask him all the time, like what the fuck is y'all still what are you doing? Why are you still with her? What the fuck is this? He's not gonna marry that girl but we don't tell her that when he brings her around we just say hey girl <laughs> how you doing how you been had seen you in a while like we're nice and we're gonna be nice to bald-headed becky we're gonna be nice to her we'll be she nice. bald-headed she got hair it's not a lot left she needs some bangs like i i know i i will never be able to like say this to her and it not come across offensively so i won't but like when i saw that picture immediately i was like she need bangs she need bangs to cover up and you wouldn't know if she had bangs when y'all brother move out he ain't never gonna y'all never see him again <laughs> okay yeah Ever. we will he has a tendency the thing about my brother is he's a diddy but he also stupid and so because of that combination of things, mm-hmm. shit has a way of not working out for him. Okay. And so he ends up coming back, which is why he living with my parents right now. <laughs> you don't make the best financial decisions. So even if he does leave, I highly doubt he'll stay gone because he made bad decisions. Okay. As evidenced by bald headed Becky. If that's how you feel. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. I want him to succeed, but he just made bad decisions. Um, that process, if y'all want to look that up, in um, in which they do a circumcision with their mouth, disgusting. It's called a, a Brit Mila, Ugh. and apparently adults get it too. Ugh. In which a grown man put their mouth. You let somebody bite your dick. That's basically what happens. Mm-hmm. Which you don't have a uh, choice when you're an infant. Ugh. But Savage. I'm against that. Okay. All versions of it. Um, is that all the letters? Mm-hmm. All right. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artists. Um, also a shameless plug I am doing Instagram TV so I told y'all last week the YouTube ain't gonna happen I'm just too lazy but Instagram TV 
I can't. And I made a video on what I'm about to talk about. So I'm not going to talk very much about it because it's a whole 10 minute video on it. But I am tired of Hot Girl Summer. I'm sick of it. What, what's wrong with Hot Girl Summer? Hot Girl Summer could have been. Hot girl summer could have meant anything, but what what we've taken it to to mean is to do the the most hoest of the whole shit that you can find to do. Last weekend, um, Alexis Sky, who nobody really knows, but she was on Love and Hip Hop. She won a Fetty Wap baby mamas. Um, the baby she has with him has hydrocephalus, which is water on the brain, and so um, you know she has a disabled child. She dating some new nigga named Trouble who I got producer, rapper. I don't know what he does. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. They had a party. And at this party, they had cucumbers because what the fuck? Um, Boosie started this, I guess. The cucumber challenge when old girl was like basically giving head to a cucumber on his live. Mm-hmm. Now bitches want to do shit with cucumbers. So at troubles party uh alexis sky there's a video that's going around of her doing a sex act on another woman with a cucumber her name is jasmine banks okay that's jasmine banks mm-hmm. um and so okay. i knew who she was before the video huh i knew who she was before the video oh yeah she's a porn star and i saw her and i was like mm, damn it eddie <laughs> You know who she is. You probably need to dial it back a little bit. (laughs) Here's the thing about the issue that I have with Hot Girl Summer is this. Like, Hot Girl Summer could have meant anything. Like, Meg Thee Stallion, the way she explained it was, you know, doing whatever it is you want to do and not really caring about other people. That could have meant anything. Why it got taken to whole shit, I will never know. But it has been a summer of bitches doing the wholest of whole shit. Doing strange things with cucumbers. I don't even know how sanit. I don't even know. It's a cucumber. Like what the fuck? So I'm just over it. Like I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for bitches to like stop doing all of this bullshit. Because here's the thing. I don't know how many checks people are writing based off of this hot girl shit. But I sure hope that they can cash these checks when they can because i don't know if you're gonna get stds or a yeast infection i don't even know what you get from sticking a cucumber up there but it can't be nothing good women i wouldn't been, imagine women been using cucumbers to masturbate for the longest i guess that's from your porn knowledge how do you know that from dialogue conversation who have you been having a dialogue with that's been talking about using a cucumber groups and reddits and why why would you do that why? Because it's it's risk free. Just get a dildo. Why are you using a piece of vegetable? <laughs> Dildos are more expensive. You can get like three cucumbers for a dollar eighty two cents. Why would you go buy a a a, a dildo that costs you fifty dollars and now it's in your house? So people can easily identify what it is versus I got cucumbers. Nobody knows what this is. Why are you embarrassed? 
<laughs> because we live in the society we live in. That's why hot, huh? That's why hot girl summer turn in to whole shit. Embarrassed though, because if they was, they wouldn't like this video wouldn't exist. So it ain't got nothing to do with folks who do this shit. Ain't embarrassed easily, obviously. So, and it, the thing about it is this. If you want to do whole shit, I don't care. Do your whole shit. But doing it under the guise of like it's hot girl something. People who's doing this were gonna do be doing whole shit anyway. That's it. That's all it is. Because guess what? I ain't did nothing straight with no cucumbers under hot girl summer. Like Listen, the fuck. It, it's it's a girl, it's a rapper named Megan Stallion. Yes. That's shaking her booty yes. with Nicki Minaj. Yes. And I hope you didn't think hot girl summer was gonna mean <laughs> go into the library and get in the school air. No. I hope you didn't, okay? I didn't think that, but God, why is it that when... So here's 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 one of my issues. And I, I, I've always had a problem with this. I don't know why some women think that equality is being able to do whole shit and say, well, men do whole shit and nobody don't say nothing. Or men do whole shit and it's acceptable. So we should be able to do whole shit. Like nobody should be doing whole shit. That, I don't understand why that's your idea of equality. Your idea of equality is to be able to go out here and do the fuck shit, the fuck boy shit that niggas do because just under the guise of being equal like them niggas don't need to be doing it i don't want to do shit i'm not gonna go and say well them niggas robbed the bank and then nothing happened so i need to go rob a bank too and don't nothing need to happen to me neither like it ain't no shit that nobody needs to be doing so why is it that you your your idea of equality is to be able to go and do this shit and get the same response that niggas do i ain't never understood that I don't want to go out here and do fuckboy shit that niggas do. I have no desire to do that. Even if I could get away with it. Even if one nobody going to judge me for it. I don't desire to do that shit. I don't understand. I've never understood that. Like, well, men do it and nobody says anything. Men be out here sleeping with all of these women and it's cool. But if a woman do it, she a hoe. They hoes too. <laughs> okay? The men are hoes. It's whole shit. Like, I don't understand that. To me, that's not equality. Equality is everybody being mindful of the shit that they do. Niggas don't need to do whole shit neither. I mean, I don't understand. I've never understood why that always is what women taking control of their sexuality seems to be always them just out here fucking whatever and then telling you that you shouldn't have nothing to say about it. That's not the same thing at all. I don't understand. So I'm tired of how girls. I think that's always what it is, and that's always what it's gonna be. Because when you have a society of men that limit what women can do, then women find a way to challenge all of that shit. And you know what? Women, when women get confidence, they want to dominate. That's what happens. Why wouldn't they do what men do? But that's okay. Mm. And I hate to this. I, and I used to hate when my mama said this shit. And I, I'm, I hate that I'm about to say it. But I, I mean, just because somebody does something doesn't mean that you need to do it. If niggas was jumping off of bridges, are we gonna go jump off of bridges too, just to be equal to the niggas? Or are we gonna look at them niggas and be like, y'all stupid as fuck for jumping off that goddamn bridge? Y'all are dumb as hell. I don't understand why. It, I, there are other ways for you to dominate or to feel like you are doing something that men don't want you to do. The whole shit is not the only way for you to do that. It's not. It really isn't. <laughs> it's not even the best way for you to do that shit because you doing whole shit still uh, benefits them. It benefits the niggas you doing the whole shit with. But doing other things that 
put you up to the level of a man, whether it's career-wise or whatever, that shit benefits you and other women. Whole shit don't benefit other women. It benefits the niggas you're doing the whole shit So, Dion Cole, you know who Dion Cole is? Yes. Comedian. Yes. He got a joke. Okay. He said, women are crazy. I just found out women are crazy. Um, then he do a little hole. If you crazy women, raise your hand and mm. they say, "Woo!" He say, "See, only crazy women would admit that they was crazy." <laughs> and then he said, "I had a woman come over my house one time and it got kind of late. It was like cold outside, so you know, I gave her, you know, a t-shirt and some pajamas and was like, here you go. You can spend a night over here.'" And she was like, "Oh, all you want to do is have sex with me." He like, "No, I don't want to have sex." She's like, "All you, yes, you do. All y'all men, all y'all want to do is have sex with somebody. You know what? I'm gonna treat you like a man." She said she pushed me on the bed and just got on top of me and started rhyming me and then got through and said hi and then went to play PlayStation for four hours. And then um, she said, now I'm going to leave, motherfucker, and I ain't never coming back. And then he said, are you going to call me? And she said, hell no, fuck you. And then he said, um, I wish she knew how awesome that was. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but, and, and, and he's, it's a joke. Sure, it's not real. Or he has some version of that that didn't escalate to the way yeah. that he formulated his joke. But the reality was, when it when instinctually when it came time for her, the tables to switch. Look what she did. You know what I'm saying? I like, don't. But I, listen, that's what let, I don't let me get. tell you something, Jennifer. I said your whole name. You said my whole name. Let me tell you something, Red. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay. They gonna know who you is if they go to your damn Instagram. It's still calamity, Red. <laughs> Whatever, go ahead. No, there's no way that they can know who you are. No. I'm going to go and start putting your name in the comments. <laughs> to justify my mistake. <laughs> I got uh, my shit stealth as fuck. Uh, how to put this? How to put this? I don't like the fact that you're having to think about it. I need to put this. I need to make this. I need to make sure you know this, okay? Uh, I don't know. You I know don't... how the moment that neo in the matrix found out he was the one like yeah. at the end he was like you know what i got the power y'all can't do shit to me yeah and he just he ran and he ran full speed and jumped into that dude mr smith yeah like women are the one okay they just don't know it they've been oppressed by this system like you have an infinity gauntlet between your legs as far as society goes. All right? It's just been repressed. You got Pandora's box <laughs> that ain't nobody allowed y'all to fucking open up because of society we got. So when women have that power, when they gain it, when somebody as confident as Megan Thee Stallion come out here, they control men. They have a ton of men like at they whim. That's how Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj and women on that level exist. Even local women who just got that level of confidence. Nicki Minaj is with a pedophile rapist right now. Like I am not talking about who they choose. That's they bullshit. I'm talking about the men that are willing to be in a position to be at their uh, helm. That's what I'm talking about. Of course they want to fuck them, but that's, again, I don't, that's not, me. that doesn't mean shit Red, to me. Red, if you right now decided to start you a cult of men to dominate, <laughs> you know how many goddamn men you'll have down here? If you put on some leather boots, pull them up to your damn thighs, <laughs> and pull out a whip, 
and put an ad out on Craigslist or wherever you advertise for that shit, one, you'll have 95% white men yeah. ready to pay you to slap their balls. <laughs> I promise you, if you ever triggered over into that life, you will make a whole bunch of unethical money. Oh, fuck. That's what would happen, and you know it. <laughs> So when women get that part, ain't don't nothing like that exist for men. Men got to lie, cheat, <laughs> and manipulate to get two women to cooperate with him. I guess I just you could you could tell you could do this a whole little bit and tell all these white men you're just another fucking number in my fucking chamber of men, and you're gonna love it. And they're gonna be like, "Ooh, I do love it. Yes, oh, that was amazing. How much do you want today?" That's what would happen, okay? So you don't think that that's a specific subset of men, though. That's not all men. I think it's a specific subset of men, but I think that it's a lot of them, and you wouldn't have a problem finding a whole bunch of them. What uh, I'm saying, what I'm saying, Jen. Really? Damn, I keep saying your fucking name. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Red. Thank you. Is that y'all have a lot of untapped potential, and if you were to tap into it shit could change for you i don't know how i feel about our untapped potential being vagina men did that it ain't got nothing to do with you <laughs> it don't have nothing to do with women and i like women marketed vagina to be a, a, a as valuable as it is women didn't do that men did that men made it that valuable men done killed other men and started yes. wars over vagina yes and that's why because it there's power in it and it's power in it to men because it used to belong to them. It's like, that's mine. You can't have it. We start a war. But when it became hers, then it's like, damn. But it's also a small subset of women out here having that level of hot girl summer. Every woman having a hot girl summer ain't having a whole girl summer. <laughs> Not every one of them. I, I know, mean, but... these are the women who was already busting it open for dudes before this term existed. Okay. <laughs> Let's not act like because Megan Thee Stallion came out with a hot girl summer, women going to get cucumbers now. No, that's been going on. You well, Megan Thee Stallion didn't even have to do nothing with the cucumber. I told you that was Boosie on his live. Some bitch decided to do that on the live, and that's how the cucumber thing started. But and, I'm and, just ready for bitches to put on clothes because it's cold and maybe maybe settle down just a little, a tidbit. You know, when when the leggings and shit start coming back out and the sweaters, I'm just ready for that. I'm over it. I'm over seeing this shit in the news. Hot girl summer ain't got nothing to do with heat. Hot girl summer is about your attitude. It's going to be a hot we'll girl see. summer all year. I will see. Because now who? One of these other bitches. One somebody. Talking about an icy girl winter. They already coming I'm telling you, season. it's going to be. It's about a, it's a mentality. Okay. I'm tired. It's about women gaining confidence and doing but what they you do. Don't like the, again. I just don't like that women gaining confidence means going out here and just fucking and doing whatever the fuck you want to do and not killing the shit. Like, what did you realistically think it meant though? I, but I'm saying, you think she was gonna fucking update her resume no. and go out in this bitch for a corporate job? No. All I'm saying <laughs> is that that should not be what it is. Like you being a confident woman should not be you out here doing strange shit with cucumbers or out here using niggas that's another thing like securing the bag and all of this shit like that ain't i don't understand why that became empowering that's not empowering i like to, to know what uh, a responsible hot girl summer has looked like 
I would like to know. I would like to know too. I would like to know what it looks like. I just don't feel like every woman who would embrace hot girl summer. Everybody that I've seen using hashtag hot girl summer has been whole shit. Or it's been like they were saying Lori Harvey is doing her hot girl summer because she, apparently she's supposed to be fucking did it now. So she didn't secure it the bag. Like it's been a little shit. Like I ain't seen nobody hashtag hot girl summer and it not be no whole shit. Maybe I need to little research the hashtag more, but all of the shit that I didn't see been whole shit. I read an article that said that Steve Harvey was supposed to have asked for her hand in marriage, I guess, from Steve and Marjorie, and Marjorie said no. Who asked for her hand in marriage? Sean, uh, Puff Daddy. Oh, you said, said Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. That's why I was like, what? I meant to say he, Sean Diddy Combs asked Steve Harvey and Marjorie for and um why would he they ain't even this ain't even been a thing for very long well what what i read said somebody from diddy's camp well not so i don't even think it's somebody from diddy's camp but somebody who knows how diddy carries out his relationships is not really about relationship it's about status somebody that come from money somebody who can be objectified more so than a mate yeah so like and did it, like this is why he ain't never married none none of the people he done dated. Like he he just needs somebody to be there that that can live the life without causing him no problems. And I guess he found a fucking twenty two year old to do it. And Lord I'm like, Harvey. damn. But they saying she living her best hot girl summer because she didn't secure the bag when did like all of it's been shit like that where I'm like, all right, hot girl summer, hashtag, cool, I'm over it. Maybe it ain't no such thing as a responsible hot girl summer. Probably Maybe it's not. only hood rat hot girl summers. Because <laughs> that's all, I mean. I haven't, again, I, the has, if you look up hashtag hot girl summer, it's whole shit. Like, I haven't seen no non-whole shit. So, and the cucumber thing. Oh, Alexa, Alexa Scott made a video and was like, basically, you know, this what happen when you, you know, you drinking and you just kind of, you know, having fun and the girl is a porn star, so it don't matter. Like, okay. All right. Cool. Uh, also, Regine Carter, Lil Wayne's daughter, her boyfriend was like the co-host of this party mm-hmm. and she was there. And so people was giving her a whole lot of shit because when the original Cucumber video came out or the one where um, the live with Boosie, she was talking all of this shit about bitches and cucumbers and how she would never be somewhere where like stuff like that was going on. Then turn around, you at this fucking pool party where a bitch is getting done with a, a cucumber. So... She came back out and said that she, you know, she's young and, you know, she apologizes for allowing him to make her look stupid and that she then learned to let, and that, you know, but I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I ain't been dumb for a nigga because I have. So I feel where she is at in her life and why she's still making these mistakes with him. But I hope that the cucumber shit was the end all be all for her. But I have a feeling that it won't be, and she's still gonna be with this uh, L- LFN U- Luchi at YFN Luchi, whatever the fuck his name is. But he so. might not have nothing to do with the cucumber part. He was the co-host. That's why she went. She went specifically 
to make sure he wasn't doing no fuck shit. That's what she said. She went there to spy on him. But I'm saying, did he come into the? Did he have a basket of cucumbers on the table when they got there? He's in a video of them. Apparently, there was a lot of cucumbers because there's a video of a girl doing oral with one. He in the video like with it. And so now she's saying they ain't together no more and that this was the end for her and all of this shit, but who knows? You shouldn't be with a man that you got to go check up on to see if he's doing right. Exactly. But she, you know, Regine is like 21, 22. Her name is Regine. And her name is Regine. So, look, I get it. I, I was stupid. Probably still being stupid at about that age. 22. Yeah, I was still probably being stupid. So I get it. The only thing is that her stupidity is playing out for the world to see, unfortunately, because of whose daughter she is, and because yeah. of the nigga that she being stupid for. And if she, if Lil Wayne want her daddy, she'll just be another silver crown motherfucker. Be another a silver cap. <laughs> <laughs> she would. Uh, I she hope just happen to it. have good dental. I hope this is it for her that she didn't learn learn the lesson. Listen, I I tell people all the time. Ain't everything that happened to you in your life is a lesson learned if you learn the lesson. You know what I'm saying? So it's supposed to happen for you to learn better. Ain't no good and goddamn well she ain't learned no lesson. I know. She ain't old enough to learn no lesson. She's going to have to be 30 years old before she realized the difference between Your you. daddy is Lil Wayne and you saw the fuck he did with your mom. Like, at some point, like, come on, man. Like That's the, pro- that's the problem. Her daddy is Lil Wayne. She don't see no issue with a nigga who be smoking and drinking lean all day long and making dumbass decisions and out got here. got like five kids by like five different women and shit. Like this nigga's. You can afford him. I mean, is he that big? I don't know. I don't know about his record. I don't know what he Let do, me man. not act like I know who and what he is because I don't even know no fucking music about him. So let me not even go down that road. He might have the money to take care of these kids. I don't know. I know what he does. He, he got money to throw a fucking cucumber pool party though. That's that, but yeah, you listen, y'all. I'm tired of hot girl summer. Let's fall need to come on in here. Listen, I ain't never been so ready for basic bitches and they pumpkin spice lattes, but I'm ready this year. Let's bring back the pumpkin spice. Let's do that. That ain't just basic, ain't that white? I didn't want to say basic white bitches, but why not? There's some black bitches that like um pumpkin spice lattes. Like people who go to Starbucks get. I mean, I think it's black people that get it. It's that's because it's Starbucks. To, it's attached to white women though, because they start getting pumpkin spice candles and pumpkin spice everything. It's just pumpkin spice this fall. I'm ready for it this year though. Let's do the pumpkin spice. Roll out the pumpkin spice. Okay. Well, let's start with a little politics on my end. Joe Biden was out here campaigning this week. I saw. I know where you going. To a whole bunch of minority voters, he's trying to get to vote for him. He said that poor kids are just as bright as white kids, (laughs) and he kind of fucked it up. And he followed it up with Asian kids, rich kids, wealthy. Like he followed it up with. But listen, y'all. This is the reality about Joe Biden. He is an old ass fucking white man in America. Okay. That's all you need to know about Joe Biden. You don't need to know anything else about Joe Biden. He is an old ass white man in America. It's a lot of old white men who have very good intentions, but don't pull it off as, as good as they could because they come from that time. See, this is why they tell you never meet your heroes. 
this is why that's the tagline for that show the boys on on Amazon <laughs> because at, uh, he was Uncle Joe everybody loved Joe Biden when he was standing behind Obama and wasn't saying a goddamn thing he opened up his mouth and just fucked shit up just you never can meet your idols you just can't they fuck it up better to love them from a distance <laughs> I don't even know if he was an idol or not man he wasn't an idol but people loved him as Obama's vice president like I think and I think that a large part of why he decided to run was the steam off of that and the fact that people want Obama back considering what Trump is doing but he fucking it up saying shit like white black uh, poor kids are just as good as white kids not a good look Joe not a good look (laughs) And the problem with the statement is that it implies that poor kids are only black. Or other. Not even necessarily. Like brown. Yeah, other than white. Yeah, they other than white. <laughs> so, uh, in Joe Biden's mind, yes, he falls in the same pattern of that old racist white man thinking. Um, and I guess the question that I'm asking everybody is what credit does a white person get for trying to be better if they're not currently? And in the political sphere, do we believe that they are trying to be better or do we believe that they saying whatever they got to say to get in and they just going to be more of the same? It's very difficult to trust politicians just in general. Not even talking about this shit specifically. Politicians, to be a politician requires a level of deceit (laughs) because you are going to have to do and say a lot of shit. Um to get to where you want to be that may or may not be true and so i i don't know not a part again there are honest politicians they don't go very far and honest don't always mean that you say the best things or that you are friendly or or whatever i think what honest really means is that you try your best to be as good of a person as you can and be as truthful as a person as you can and be as ethical as a person as you can it don't mean that you don't do that all the time um and a part of honesty i think is not based on what i think you should think because i think there's a lot of honest people who are just honest in a completely different direction well and that's fine but what that means though is that if you're honest in a different direction the people that you're honest with that is in a different direction are gonna vote for you and so again that's what i'm saying about politics is like being honest means that you might lose a certain base you know what i'm saying depending on how you and so because of that a lot of them are gonna even if it's not completely not how they feel they're going to doctor it up because they trying to get in office like i guess where my dialogue is going is i just hate the catch-all for politicians being deceitful and ruthless when what we really need to be doing is discerning which ones have a little bit of fucking decency because we are going to shit on ourselves this is the problem that democrats have and like i said i don't like referring to myself as a democrat but how i vote heavily overlaps with democratic ideals so i don't like to be referred to as a democrat i don't like fucking labels that's why i won't be in no fucking fraternity when i was a kid because <laughs> or when i was in college because i don't like label i don't like being called something that it, it isolates me from other ways of thinking and other ways of existing and other ways of doing 
You know, once you get in fraternity, it's a set of colors that you got to fuck with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. But I'm just spreading it out to say I don't like that that catch-all for politicians, as Democrats especially, because what we do is if if they're not representing social justice in every group the way that we want them to specifically be represented, we kind of be like, okay, well, fuck that person. But listen, realistically, we only got seven chances, seven, eight chances. It ain't going to be number like seven, eight people at the next debates. You know, maybe 10. We ain't got that many. We got at some point, we got to discern which of these motherfuckers is the most decent. And then we got to ask ourselves what we going to do if the most decent we've decided ain't there. Because we just, we can't do this shit with Trump again if we got an option. I would really hate for Trump to win because black folks didn't come to the poll because it was fucking Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? I I would hate that we get Trump again because of our own fucking pride and our own fucking ego that we couldn't choose somebody that maybe they not for us the way we want to be, but they definitely ain't fucking against us like this Trump ass nigga. I was just finna say at this point, it's the lesser of two most elections are the lesser of two evils. Aaron, everybody on the other side right now is the lesser of the evils when put against Trump. But see, what, what, what Republicans did very successfully is they made the lesser of two evils so critical and they made Hillary Clinton such an evil to Democrats that we let this shit happen. That was a Republican campaign. That one Democrat saying Hillary is bad. That was Republicans mm -hmm. telling everybody who didn't fuck with Hillary Clinton that she's evil, but she ain't. She ain't worse than Trump. I don't think she's worse than Trump. Yeah. And, I mean, it's and, hard to beat that. And maybe you know, Shogun, me and you can have a conversation about it because he got the opposite thought. Well, he had until what was it? Something happened, and he was like, "Okay, Red, what was it? Something? What was it?" We mean, had a conversation about the tweet, the Baltimore tweet. I think that whole conversation yes. we had at Hooters. No, no, no. But after that, something he um, oh that poll, the poll, and well, the fact that it was paid for by Trump, um, the his campaign. Well, I think thing. that caters to your point regarding Donald Trump being a shit president. Well, yeah, but. He so Shogun was saying, you know, saying that he feels like people are too hard on him, or like they they don't listen to the things he says individually. They just already decide everything he say is gonna be bullshit. But most of it is <laughs> like he ain't shit. Like he's a trash ass person. That's just what it is. He trash. Well, I mean, this and this is up for debate. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the answer to this question, so I'm not saying that Shogun is wrong. Uh, in the assertion that our country might be worse off if Hillary Clinton was the president. I just don't. I'm not saying that that's that I'm not going to say that's not the case because we would have to deal with a whole bunch of uh, foreign policy shit. Uh, it's some shit that's happened over Trump's administration that was going to happen anyway, regardless of Trump, including Puerto Rico and shit like that so mm -hmm. we don't know how the government would have handled that shit you know but I don't think that the rhetoric that has emboldened the racist America 
would have been activated. And I think Trump activated it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he activated it a little bit just being on the campaign trail. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. So I think that we would be dealing with a level of this shit. But to be honest, to Shogun's point, the fact that Republicans did such a good job at, at marketing that bullshit against Hillary Clinton, it might have been. It might have been worse. I mean, I don't know. We don't know what Trump would have done after that. The same way he went after Obama for a birth, or we don't know. Trump could have gathered up a whole bunch of people f- f- worrying for a 2020 bid. I'm not saying, but that's what I'm saying. It might be a debate. It might be a debate. I'm but um, but one. either way, I don't know if the shit at the border would be happening. Um, Probably I don't not. know if these massive raids would be happening. Probably not. Um. Because that was a large part of his campaign rhetoric was build the wall and, and illegal immigration, and that was what he ran on. So I don't know if these Sikh temple and all these Muslim sh- uh, shootings, I don't know if they would happen. You know, I don't. I don't know. It, it's a lot of things that I don't feel would be happening as far as brown people existing. You know. But as far as America, I don't know. I don't know what America would be. Maybe Hillary Clinton could have potentially had us in a war. You know? She could have. Because, I mean, Donald Trump made a promise not to put us in a war. So a lot of his decisions that he's been making is to keep that promise. I don't know if we should or shouldn't go into a war with somebody. But I know that Donald Trump's narcissism and level to be liked by his base and the fact that he told him we ain't going to war is a reason we haven't been in a war, so we might have gone to a war if it was Hillary Clinton. I don't know. But, you know, on a whole, brown people are having a, a, a more difficult time that I don't think would be had with Hillary Clinton. Do you know who Blueface is? Yep. Did you see what he said? Nope. That he slept with a thousand women in six months? I read that article. I read that. Ew. What do you mean, Ew. What you mean what I mean? A thousand women in six months? Most niggas ain't gonna sleep with a thousand women in their lifetime. A thousand is a big ass number. I don't think he know how to count. <laughs> what Chamberlain barely got to a thousand women in his lifetime. I mean, you telling me blue face in six months then got to a thousand women? It's been a hot girl summer. It's possible. I don't know. The only way that this is possible is if this was a goal of his if he expressly communicated this goal to his whole team and everybody and made sure 10 women came into the trailer and he just bent them all over and went back to back to back to back. Uh. Like you're not, he ain't bust a thousand nuts in six months. I don't care what you say. I mean, he might've had like uh, sleeping with six. I mean, a thousand women can be a bunch of orgies where it was like a lot of women present. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what he means. What is what specific? All I know is that's a lot of bodily fluids being passed around. That's all. A thousand women? The fuck? Even if it's close to that, even if it's half of that, that is a lot for six months. Again, that's most than what people will do in a lifetime. Even if it was half of that. Ew. Listen. Listen. You listening? Yeah. No. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do this. And either he literally meant slept with <laughs> in terms of it was just women in the bed that they was going to sleep with. But if he means slept with in the context of 
what we mean, he would have to sleep with five and a half women a day for yeah. six months. Yep. Okay? Or large groups of women after his shows for six months. Again, I don't well, know. Well, what I'm saying is, I mean, the law of averages work. He can sleep. He can sleep with eleven women on on Monday and none on Tuesday <laughs> to get there. Or he could have a big thirty person orgy. But in order to say he slept with a thousand, he would have to put his meat in all them women. And you're not finna tell me that many women are sitting there in his bed, not concerned <laughs> with what kind of uh, disfigurements, diseases. And issues that his meat might have or the other women might have that they transferring over immediately from that. You can't tell me it's a thousand women that he gonna meet in a six month period that's willing to do that. For blue face. <laughs> I'm saying what the nigga said. If that know. nigga was Luther Vandross <laughs> hell dad Luther Vandross would probably get more bitches than blue face in my right. head. But Luther didn't want the bitches to pay. like that's the rumor anyway. I don't know. That's just a rumor. That was the rumor. That's just a rumor. Rumor he had that package. Can't he like him. both of them? He can. Can't he get all the draws and then every now and then have some balls? <laughs> <laughs> With Johnny Gill. Oh, Jesus. I don't. <laughs> if you're over 50, I'm sorry if I offended you for <laughs> offending couple of the greats. Because look, Luther Vandross was getting panties thrown at the stage and shit. This wasn't even a time. This wasn't no hot girl summertime when he was when people was doing this shit. Like, Luther was the man. <laughs> Bitches loved him. Here and now, everybody's wedding from the time that song came out to probably up until he died. Or probably after then, because then people was doing it just in remembrance of him. That damn song been played at so many goddamn weddings. What? Here and now? Listen, I don't know. Blue, f- why is that a brag? Why would that even be something that you would say? I slept with a thousand women and six. That just sounds gross, my nigga. That why is that a brag? <laughs> why is that brag? I don't understand. That just sounds nasty. It just sounds like your dick is probably if it's still there, it's about to fall off or it's green. That's what I imagine. Could be hypersexual individual. I'm see. I'm just talking about the capability, okay? Men ain't. I don't know. Maybe maybe every two and a half hours you can have sex with somebody. But ain't he the one? Is he the one who had them two girls that was fighting? Was that him? He had like two girlfriends or some shit, and they was fighting. No, I feel like that was him. I don't know. I don't keep up these fucking rappers. I think that was him. I don't, I don't know. know. Even if it, it a quarter of that, just that, I don't understand why that's a break. That just sounds gross, my nigga. And he ain't he he young. You yeah, know? he real young. He real young. This sound this just my nigga. Like no, no, no. You just sound like you're a walking disease now. Like you remember Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I never saw it. What? Okay, not the movie? Yes. Yeah, no, I never okay. saw it. He like one of them fucking germs on Osmosis Jones. That's what that's what I see. When I when I read A Thousand Women in Six Months, I see the germs from Osmosis Jones. The living, breathing, walking, goddamn germs. <laughs> it's gross. It's 
Not a brag. Not a brag, Blueface. And why the fuck is his name Blueface? I don't understand these people. You can ask that about a whole bunch of these rapper names. I do. I ask all the time. I never. I don't know. I don't know why I never pick these fucking names. Centoya Brown has been released. She has from prison. She has. Now, if y'all don't know who Centoya Brown is, Centoya Brown is a 31 year old African American woman who shot a man in the face. She did when she was a teenager. Yes. And you might be saying to yourself, oh, she shot somebody in the face. She's supposed to be in jail. Well, she was an underage, pimped out prostitute at that point in time in her life. Yes, she was. Who was being sent out to men that were pedophiles. Yes. And she still looks like her. She just has a baby face. Like she's 31, but she still looks like a teenager. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a kid still. So I'm sure they were. She was popular for pedophiles. And uh, but when she was tried at the court, they didn't take into consideration that she was a teenager being trafficked. They basically allow them to say that she broke into the man's house, came there with the intention to rob him and took his wallet because she shot him in the face. I mean, she, a man who was finna pay her for some sex acts, it got out of hand. She shot him and then took the money that she was probably finna get anyway. Plus some extra because he can't use it no no way. And they gave her life, didn't they? They gave her life. And she did 15 years? Yeah. 15 years. And this has been a campaign for some time about Santoya Brown. Every time clemency came up in Tennessee, the law, you know, they was asking the the uh mayor, governor, whatever. Governor. To give her clemency and they wouldn't. A big part, they just don't like giving people clemency. I don't even know why it exists as a thing. And she this happened before like human trafficking is a big is a huge thing now as far as um people raising money and and trying to raise awareness of it. Fifteen years ago that would have been what, two thousand four? Two two thousand three, two thousand four. Um it wasn't as big of it wasn't as big as it is now. Like human trafficking is is talked about widely now. It wasn't then, and so you know they they didn't take into consideration that. Like now that automatically, you know what I'm saying? That'd be the first thing that, that that's looked at. But back then, not so much. Um, what the governor said in a in an interview was that his decision to grant her freedom was rooted in the state's evolving approach to juvenile justice, a deeper understanding of Brown's troubled background and her remarkable transformation behind bars. I mean, this is a is a great success story for her, but it still kind of hurts. Like the end of life hurt, you know. I mean, got they like- got off, but. She got like two degrees while she was in there. She been doing her thing. She got married while she was in there. She did. And did to you a know, Christian artist. Do you know that he is the ex-husband of one of the girls from Total? I Pam? didn't know that. Yes. And Pam said he ain't shit, but. Well, maybe he wasn't shit then. He's a Christian now. That don't mean he's shit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, was gonna say, but I mean, the best Christians used to not be shit. 
True. <laughs> I'm just telling. I'm just letting y'all know. The best Christians used to not be shit. If you a Christian and you ain't and you ain't really done nothing in your life, you don't know the gap between what you was and what you is. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know that because I don't really identify as a Christian at this point, and I definitely ain't been through enough shit. But I didn't heard enough pastors talk about that. I don't know. I just know that she um did she do an interview. After it came out that she was married to that, Centoria was married to him. But um, yeah, Pam from Total, one of the two, don't ask me which one, but if you know who Total is, because some of y'all might be like, what the fuck is Total? It's a girl RB group <laughs> from Kissing the 90s. You is all that I've been thinking of. Yeah. Kissing you is. They were yeah. talking about women. <laughs> they were talking about women. Why were they talking about women? Because. Ain't one of them the lead singer was lesbian? Ain't that Pam? I don't know. Pam, uh, she was married to a man. Doesn't mean I mean I don't know. She was at the very least body in because one know. of them I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she he's the ex husband of Pam from Total. But yeah, she got married while she was in the. But she, I mean, and I always, I like to see that people people take advantage of the fact that. They ain't got nothing but time and try to better themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, she got two degrees. She uh, completed high school in there because she was like 15 uh, when this shit went down and hadn't finished school. But, you know. Yeah. It's still sad, but I'm glad. 15 years is better than her whole entire life. And she's still young enough to have a life at 31. Definitely So I wonder if she make jokes in her relationship Don't make me shoot you in the face I would hope not (laughs) not I'll shoot you in the face In Jesus name (laughs) So What's this bitch name Damn What Damn, I don't even know what you finna say But I already know how you feel about it (laughs) Damn what's this bitch name God dang. Well, fuck her. Brooke Houts. Have you heard the story? Brooke Houts? Yes. Nope. Brooke Houts is a, a, a white YouTuber who is a fucking idiot. So she got a Doberman, a dog. And she uploaded, she herself uploaded an unedited video of her supposedly playing a prank on a dog. But in the video, she is she hits the dog she spits on the dog she's like abusing the fucking dog she did this shit to herself (laughs) uploaded it then deleted it and then uploaded the edited version but of course the internet never forgets people have recorded it it became a thing she been on tmz like it's a huge fucking thing because the fucking lapd is investigating her for animals like it's a whole fucking thing and i just want to say this and I'm a dog person. Y'all know this. I talk about my dogs all the time. But why? Don't fucking get a dog. They require a lot of it. And the dog in the video was just running up to her trying to get some attention. Dog seems sweet. I personally wouldn't have a Doberman because them fucking dogs scare me. But he looked like a sweet dog. Looked like he was just trying to get attention. If you don't want to give attention to something, a dog ain't for you. Get a fucking cat. Dogs require attention, okay? Especially if you get a hyperactive goddamn dog. 
the fuck do you think is gonna happen? He not gonna be chill. If you want something chill, get a cat. Don't get a dog. Don't get a dog and abuse it. For what? For what? So fuck her. <laughs> One. And what was her reasoning? She said she's been going through a lot. No, 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 no. It was supposed to be a prank video. Yes. It. So the, what was the prank? The prank was apparently it's a thing where people put um they'll put plastic wrap like from on the um hallway and call their dog and you know dogs can't see the plastic wrap so they they run into it that's what the video was supposed to be but she you know how you keep recording and you have outtakes and normally people cut that shit out she ain't cut it out and so you see her manhandling this fucking dog she actually spit on him so her apology because you know she had to come out and say some shit she talked about she just been going through a lot and she realizes that she shouldn't have been so harsh with him but she didn't spit on him and she don't know what people getting that shit from i saw the goddamn video brooke you spit on the dog you did it was very obvious it was you could hear it you spit on him you did okay and you ain't shit for that do not get a dog if you do not have the time and the attention to give to it okay even the most chill of dogs are going to require attention from you okay they are and guess what they love your fuck ass so because of that they're gonna come up and run and want you to pet them and all of this shit don't get a dog just don't get a cat or a bird or something that you don't have to fucking interact with but don't get a fucking dog <laughs> and then in her last like i think her last three videos on her channel is videos with the dog you making money off of this goddamn dog but you treating him like shit like and again, all the dog was doing in the video, Remy. He friendly like Remy. He's a Remy. Hmm. So fuck her. <laughs> One. Because I just don't like this shit. Like, owning a dog is a choice. You ain't got to get them fucking dog. Just don't get one. They are a lot of work. They do require a lot of attention. A ton. Even Kingston, who is essentially a cat require some attention before i got remy he got on my fucking nerves sometimes because i'd be trying to just sit on the couch and here he come <laughs> want me to pet him and kingston is an asshole so he gonna put his head under your hand and keep fucking with you until you pet him like if he want to be petted he wants you to pet him period so even with a dog that ain't super hyperactive like my other dog is he still required attention if i'm gonna go out of town I got to find somewhere for their little asses to go. I either got to pay to get them kennel or find somebody to watch them, which Remy is hyperactive and shit. Don't nobody want to watch him, so I always have to kennel them. Like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility, which is why you just don't get a dog. If, that, if it ain't something you ain't got time for, if it ain't something you ain't got the patience for, cool. Don't fucking get a dog. And definitely don't get a Doberman, because here's the thing. Had that dog snapped on her, and fucking bit her she'd have been crying and all wanted all of this fucking sympathy and shit but you put your hands on him i kind of wish he had bit her ass no i don't because they probably would have put him down if he had did that because people suck but fuck her and the dog is a beautiful dog again i would never have a doberman okay i don't want nothing in my house that i'm scared of and i would be scared of a doberman i would be scared of a pit bull i would be scared of a german shepherd those are not dogs i would ever own okay i know my limits <laughs> <laughs> they ain't dogs I would own but even though they're not dogs that I would own I still don't want to see nobody kicking them and shit like for what bitch and you snitched on yourself you uploaded the video yourself dumbass now you all over TMZ and shit now the LAPD is investigating you and people are serious about Mike Vic <laughs> about dogs 
They serious about that shit. It ain't gonna just go away. But fuck her. I don't care. I don't like people that mistreat any animal. Like, just don't fucking get a, a pet. A pet is a choice. <laughs> okay? On point, don't like to give a bunch of attention to something. He ain't got no goddamn pets. You don't have a pet. Because on it purpose. requires a lot. It's on I was purpose. gonna get a pug. Why are you gonna get a pug? Somebody's gonna give it to me for free. Oh. And I researched pugs and they said they really adopt the personality of their owner. So mm. if you just chill, they're gonna be chill. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I would like a dog that would just hang out over on the side of the room while I do. You know, but the reason I don't have animals is because I wouldn't have time for a dog. And I'm allergic to cats now, even though I love cats. That's how life works sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, just, just but don't, don't get an animal. Don't, don't get, get an animal. It's an easy thing. She could have just not did that. And again watching the video made me so angry because it was so unnecessary and he just literally was he, it's like Remy it's like if, if you came over and I, you just saw me kicking and punching on Remy because he was being Remy he fucking he's a hyperactive dog that's <laughs> what he does okay as soon as I realized that he was hyperactive I could have got rid of him okay could have took him back where I got him from could have found him another home there were options but I kept him and because I kept him, I have a responsibility to give him as good of a life as I can. Or find him another fucking home. But you know, that shit, that video made me so mad. Punch that bitch in her face. Like, for what? And you making money off the goddamn dog. Making all of these fucking videos, getting views and shit. Fuck her. Fuck that bitch. Man, what I said. Okay. <laughs> I understand why you feel the way you feel now. <laughs> So, Jeffrey Epstein. If you don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is, he was a pedophile. Bitch ass motherfucker. Who. Let's go back to his history. He started off as a math teacher, which was likely positioning himself and putting himself in a place where he could have, have access, access to kids. Yeah. He decided to leave that and go into financing. He walked to white that motherfucker. He was like, you know what? I need to, I'm finna go get rich <laughs> off of some bullshit. So he started working with a council of people that had over a billion dollars. He became friends with Bill Clinton and Donald Trump and uh, a whole bunch of other people. Uh, Prince Andrew, uh, a whole bunch of other people that he, popular people. Those are the most notable. And at some point, he started dabbling in sex with underage girls. In which he did an 18 month with 13 months of an 18 month bid for having sex with an underage prostitute. And that's when like all those celebrities like dropped him. Like, okay, well, you're not a good person. Fast forward to now, you find out that he's been deeply in a sex trafficking situation in which he was arrested about a little over a month ago for his role in, in sex trafficking. And, you know, we've been hearing reports about his condition and in jail, him getting beat up in jail and things happening, him being on suicide watch. Shit happens. And a couple of days ago, he killed himself. Shit allegedly. Happens. Now, I really don't give a fuck about Jeffrey Epstein. I really don't give a fuck about pedophiles dying in jail. Uh, even though Jen is still more hardcore on that than me go back to our episode pedophile island yes. and you'll see why but what happened was 
when he did that 13 month bid the records from that case were sealed they were just recently unsealed the day before he died and the unsealing of those documents implicated a lot of other high level government officials in what he did and so the conspiracy world is saying that he was killed because it was a lot of people that sought to lose something if he was alive and was pushed into testifying or speaking out or validating or verifying some of the stuff the girls told her. If he ever flipped, it would be a problem for a lot of people. And you know what? That don't sound too far-fetched to me. I mean, it's girls right now testifying about certain people. The, uh, one of the old Senate majority Republican leaders and a governor from New Mexico, old governor from New Mexico, she testified that she was sent to them by Jeffrey Epstein. And, you know, they denied it. And, you know, and I was thinking it'll be much, much harder to kill all of the girls involved. Than to kill this motherfucker. Why not just go to the top? Let's kill the person who could verify any of that so that it's our professional distinguished word against a couple of underage, at that time, prostitutes. So it's it's not far-fetched at all. No, it ain't. But, and maybe this is, you know, this is an area where Shogun going to have to, like, educate me a little bit. The one that I find harder to believe, but still not impossible, is that the Clintons had him killed. Now, I don't want to buy into the, the propaganda that the Clintons got this trail of bodies on them. But in the conspiracy world, the Clintons got a trail of bodies on them to where anybody that did something that was negative or negatively impacted the Clintons or a relationship fallout, those people had died. Now, you can go back and look at their deaths, and they're easily identified as natural deaths. But I guess the fact that it's so many people that were connected to the Clintons that people are putting those patterns together. But the reality is, anybody who's over 60 <laughs> at this point, you can probably string together a lot of people in their lives that died now. That is yeah. literally what my grandmama and my daddy talk about at the table all the time. All of the people that died. who have died. Yeah. When you get to be, you know, so if my grandmama became a top level official right now and people wanted to look at all of these people that she was friends with and connected to that's died, they could say that the causality is the relationship with my grandma and not the age of my grandmama being old and all of her fucking friends dying before her. I feel like that one's a lot less likely than I could believe that somebody had. I mean, how? It wouldn't be hard to have him killed as far as like all of these other people who would have been impacted by it. So he was on suicide watch up until that day, apparently. And what happens when you leave suicide watch is usually every 15 minutes, there's supposed to be a report on what you're doing. Mm hmm. Now, when you're on suicide watch, you got suicide everything. Now, this came from somebody I know that worked at Tutwiler here. Okay. They said you have a suicide mattress. Mm -hmm. You have a suicide pillow. You have a suicide smock. Yep. You have everything that keeps you from 
being able to hurt yourself. Any physical thing you can have it mm-hmm. is removed. You're in a room that don't have nothing in it, and it's somebody sitting outside the door watching you. Yes. And every 15 minutes, that guard is supposed to take note of what you're doing. Like, are you are you just sitting there still, or are you doing some crazy shit that it look like you're trying to figure out a way to fuck yourself up? When a person goes off of suicide watch, they don't just cold turkey, okay, you back to regular now. They're supposed to step him down. So somebody should have been checking on him periodically still within 30 minutes. And he was supposed to have a roommate in the room with him. Now, for some reason, he got off suicide watch this one day. The roommate that was supposed to be in the room with him wasn't in the room. And the guard that should have been checking on him wasn't checking on him. So it would surprise me if somebody told a guard, look, leave a, a cloth in there long enough for him to hang himself. Send his roommate out to do some laundry duty. You take an extra break. We're going to make sure you're well compensated for this. And whatever happens, happens. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, everybody always talks about how, like, the other prisoners treat pedophiles and, and people that commit them kind of The prison itself fucks with them and don't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all don't think that these guards have people that they don't fuck with and don't give a shit about and let shit happen to, you crazy. It happens. So it's not far-fetched at all. Also, this wouldn't surprise me if it wouldn't surprise me if this was the plan all along. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Jeffrey Epstein wasn't even on or wasn't even suicidal. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody high up told them to put him in a jail cell and say that he was suicidal so that this perfect storm of having him killed could happen like this because one the first layer of it is he a pedophile mm-hmm. so even if somebody shanked him in the fucking mess hall we wouldn't think nothing of it because we know what happens with pedophiles mm-hmm. the second part of him if if we knew he was suicidal he could kill we we could even kill have him kill himself you know what i'm saying Ooh. and and be blamed and and Nobody would look any other direction. Nobody would say, oh, this might be the government, you know. But the reality is the reason why people are saying this might be the government because this was the opportunity for a lot of us to see what kind of top-level officials might have been involved, involved with this mm-hmm. shit. And we've known that for some time. We've known for some time that he was dealing in a world where there might be some high-level people fucking off this shit. So... I'm more inclined to believe that he was killed too. We'll never find out. We'll never know how it happened or what happened. Some some guard probably gonna get reprimanded or something for you know this happening the way that it happened. But I'm more inclined to believe that somebody set up the perfect storm for him to kill himself. I just I I just hate that that means some high level people got that kind of power that they can do that. You think about shit like Orange is the New Black, and you be like, huh, that's just TV. But like uh-uh. this shit, it it show you that this ain't just TV. This is a real fucking yeah, life, folks. Listen, you know I watch a lot of ID channel. You love bringing it up. Well, I bring it up because you want us to know that you have murderous intent. I don't have murderous intent. I just find it interesting that other people do and how they carry it out. But 
this kind of shit happens. Like people hire folks to get them killed in prison outside. Like it happens. Like real life stories happens. So it's not hard for me to believe at all. I don't have murderous intent. So if somebody close to me dies, coincidental. Coincidence. No. It is what it is, though. <laughs> I'll never give you a reason to kill me. Oh, <laughs> uh, so after all of the the mass shootings that happened, two countries issued travel warnings about the good old U.S. of A. Yep. Venezuela and Uruguay. Uruguay. Is it Uruguay or Uruguay? I say Uruguay. I've heard people say Uruguay. I don't know which one it is. Well, it's way. a Spanish-speaking country, right? I think so. Then the U would be pronounced U, so Uruguay would make more sense than Uruguay. I don't think you make the what that Why? sound. Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow. Uruguay. They're warning. Yeah, because A don't make sense. So Uruguay, I don't know. They're Shit. warning their citizens um, trying to vacate the U.S. or vacation in the U.S. Hey, hold on a second. It's a meme on here that says, if you're surprised that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself last night, imagine how surprised he must have been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they just told their folks, be careful if you vacation in the United States because they got a lot of shit going on. You know on. they put Birmingham, Alabama on that list specifically. Did you know that? No, I didn't, but people die here a lot. They put Birmingham, Alabama on that list. Uh, why? Why? We was on the first 48 for a reason. You know Mobile is on there this season. First 48. It ain't surprising. Shit. I mean, it's not, but I, I didn't know. I started watching it and I was like, oh shit, Mobile. Per capita. Um, a, lot of, a lot of murders happen here. Per capita? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we that murderous ass city. That per capita part is really important. Murderous ass city. So. We got a lot of people in a little compressed ass area, so you know. Yep. Or do we have less people? No, we have less people in the area because there's a lot of space between the people here. I guess we have to look at the population, the actual numbers and shit. Well, so the thing about Birmingham is that when you say Birmingham, people outside of Birmingham tie everything into that. Okay. Yeah. My mom will see some shit on the news about Birmingham. I live in Hoover, okay? It's different, but for her, it's all Birmingham. And so when they those statistics only is like the city of Birmingham. It ain't whole, it ain't all of these surrounding fucking cities also. Well, you know per capita shit like uh like Little Rock, Arkansas and like got one of the worst murder rates in the country. But when you t- it is it, measured by how the population versus how many people die. So when you got Chicago that got like 10 times the population of some of these smaller cities, but these smaller cities have not as many people die as in big cities, but they have a large number compared to how many people they got in the population. It just make that place seem more violent. Mm -hmm. So Alabama got a lot of places like that. Bessemer is like one of the worst in the country. But you know, they stopped doing first 48 because of how it was making the city look. Because you know, they did many seasons they was on there for maybe two three seasons and then they stopped doing that shit do you think it's because of violence or do you think it's because of mass shootings or do you think it's because of the border stuff like what do you think triggered this the three that happened over the that weekend well the the violent the message from these countries that said you know be careful in america i mean we 
Atlanta had a lot of mass shootings. Um, that targeted brown people. And so, if you live in Venezuela, Uruguay, or anywhere where there are, are brown people, I well, mean, it it's makes just sense. like I wonder if they look at Birmingham and said it's a lot of racism there, or that's what well, well, we're know, known for. Yeah, Sixteenth Street church so, bombing is like that's what we known for. I wonder because they can't know the history of Birmingham like no. that. So it's like what what did a Google search turn up that made them say this city, this city, this city, this city. I mean, did they look up most violent city? Because Birmingham probably is on the top 10 most well, violent cities list. It usually is on them list. It may also have something to do with, I don't, how busy is Birmingham Airport as, as far as people, even layover, like people coming into Alabama? I don't know. I don't think we got a big layover situation because our airport is small and we only, like, a, only mostly small planes come in and take off from Birmingham. So I don't think a lot of people lay over in Birmingham. So why would people would nobody be coming here then? You know what I don't know. I don't know why they would put that letter out. I didn't I, see I didn't know I didn't see the I just know that they did America. I didn't know they had specific cities. They within. had specific cities. I remember seeing Birmingham on the list. Um I mean you know, at this point, I'm so sick of these shootings. I'm sick of the conversation that we have to have about certain times is mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mental health. We're like, oh, he was a sick, he was ill, and da da da. There are people who do shit that are not mentally ill. <laughs> there are people that are hateful, uh, racist, and decide that they're gonna. I mean, when really? somebody can plot out something as detailed as the one in El Paso was. Well, let's talk about it real quick. Uh, my next story was going to be about uh, Walmart banning video games but continuing to sell guns. guns. So the rhetoric became mental health and video games. But let me let me just explain something to y'all. All of us lie on a scale between mental health and mental illness, okay? All of us. We're not, none of us are ever 100% as it pertains to mental health because the human experience means we're supposed to have bad days. It means we're supposed to have loss. It means that we're supposed to have pain. We literally start to die when we're born, okay? Like, like, we can't get past that shit. We're going to struggle with mental health and mental illness, okay? All of us have some, all of our existences have some kind of overlap on that scale. But see, these shooters, these crazy-ass white boys that's doing this crazy shit, let me tell you a scale that they lie on that very, very few of us lie on. Matter of fact, only people that look like them kind of lie on it. It's this um, deeply disturbing psychological conditioning that they've had in our country against brown and black people. That's the scale that they lie on. They lie on that scale as well as the mental health scale. So I don't like that we're using the mental health scale exclusively to say this is a problem with these people, but we're not talking about why these people explicitly keep doing this shit black folks been going through a lot of shit the whole time we ain't shot nobody up indiscriminately you know what black people when black people shoot they trying to shoot somebody they just haven't been armed and trained enough to shoot specifically who they fucking trying to shoot i can assure you that if every black person in america was trained to shoot like military or police just be it wouldn't be no people. innocent bystanders <laughs> yeah niggas who they want to die would die yep. and that's an issue in our community because the way that we handle conflict through violence in those violent situations. So 
black people don't shoot people indiscriminately. But see, these particular people are finding a group to target and going into random places and shooting them up. That ain't mental health by itself, okay? Or video games. You're going to still sell the tools to do this shit with, but the video games. In South Korea, Korea play way more video games than we play. They and this shit ain't fucking, happening over there. Um, internet cafes, like they've had people die who who like were playing video games so much that they weren't feeding themselves and all of this shit. Like that, video games are much larger in other parts of the country. I mean, not the country of the world, and they don't have mass shootings, so that don't work. <laughs> because but, if that was the case, wherever video games were big, all of these these violent video games, there will be mass shooters. <laughs> and technically. Because most violent video games are based on our society. I mean, technically, violence causes violent video games. I mean, that's just the nature of it. Like, without wars, there wouldn't be no Call of Duties and Battlefields. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, violent video games just emulate what our society and people have been forever. Just because there's a new way, like murder mysteries and shit, reading your murder murder mystery books didn't cause no damn mass shootings. It was the same shit. I watch ID Channel all the time. I ain't kill nobody. And not only I that, I literally watch it every day. And not only that, but literally every other race in this country does all the same shit that every other race do, except for fucking mass shoot people. So until you start figuring out why the fuck is it these young ass white boys who got these racist ass manifestos, you gotta acknowledge that it's something about that group. And like I said, that little separate scale they lie on of being deeply radicalized by a society that continues to demonize black and brown people. You got some people who have to have a perfect storm of shit. You got to have somebody whose brain is so deeply impressionable that they hear all this stuff and adopt it into their way of living. Then you got to hear somebody with that's high enough on a scale of psychopathy or sociopathy to be disconnected from empathy and sympathy with people. Then you got to have somebody that has the tenacity to find weapons and to make plans and to write out this whole thing before they make this attack. And then you got to have somebody that actually had a boss to do it. Like imagine how many people who have been radicalized, but they really kind of empathize with people and sympathize with people enough that they can't kill them. And imagine how many people that have been radicalized and that can't kill them, but they ain't organized enough or they've had enough trouble in their past that they can't even get their hands onto some guns and stuff like that. And imagine people who have met all of that shit, but, they at the end of the day they can't pull the trigger you know what i'm saying like it's just so many different measures of that situation that a perfect storm of shit have to happen but we're not gonna call that mental health issues people we're not gonna call that mental health issues mental health issues is different than this garbage ass radicalization of these very particular type of men who are willing to go and do that bullshit have and that's different and it's only brought up that it is a mental health issue when it is a young white mass shooter. It, I, we don't have this conversation any other time shootings occur. When it is a mass shooting that uh, this white person that, oh, mental health, we need to, you know, they're sick individuals and. Yep, because that's the if only a Latino shoots somebody, MS-13 is coming for exactly. you and your family and we got to build a wall to keep them out. Anytime a Muslim do something, oh shit, we're going to have to ban these certain countries from being able to come in here. And anytime you see a, a turban or hijab on somebody's head, you need to be careful because they might be about to blow your ass up. Yep. 
And when it's a black person, oh, we need to expand, stop and frisk. We can't be uh, out here. Uh, they're so violent. They're so it, yeah. We can't be out here letting black folks just carry carry guns and do whatever. We got to stop them and make sure they don't got shit on them. But when it's somebody white, oh, he's sick. He's mentally he's sick. ill. We need to help them. Games. Look at his family medication, psychological history. It's everything but him taking them allowing him to take responsibility for the fuck shit he did to go into a Walmart and indiscriminately shoot people that you don't know who've never done anything to you who you have no reason to be shooting at other than the fact that you don't like the way that they look is a level of hatred that you can't just excuse because even with the fucking video games they're not targeting specific groups you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you shooting zombies, when you play video games, you shooting whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it isn't a targeted group of people. And I just don't. It's it's very frustrating to have these excuses made for these shooters, knowing that if it was anybody else other than white, we would not be having these conversations. We would be having these conversations, and that's part of why this, this shit keep happening because we don't we're not looking at it for what it is and nobody's doing anything about it based off of what it is as long as you want to do shit like take video games out of walmart but still sell guns shootings are still gonna happen like that's not I, my um i had a kid today that at that said something about that and i was like you know i have kids that say like ask me questions about this shit. i don't even have no answers shit i don't know myself I'm just as confused. It's just fucked up. It's terrible. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's all I got. Oh, I don't think I had. Listen, now I will say this. So, um, during the Dayton, Ohio shooting, there was a man who used himself as a shield to protect his girlfriend because she tripped and fell. That's love. That is love. Are because, we sure that's love? Huh? Are we sure that's love? Yeah. Because I, if I'm... <laughs> I can't say I would have did the same. If we running from a shooter and my dude fell, I might leave him. With I the don't expect, know. The expectation wouldn't be for you to stop. <laughs> would it? You a woman. It's the expectation for him to like use himself. Like this is a odd. Uh, this ain't no regular. Most niggas would have left her. <laughs> like when she fell, that'd have been it. <laughs> Most men would have fucking left her. The expectation. Uh, I think it's hard to. I think it's hard to get outside of self-preservation when that moment shows yeah. up. Yeah. I think it takes a certain type of person who can, in that moment, put somebody else before themselves. And everybody ain't that type of person. Did he die? No, he ain't die. Oh. So he they interviewed him. Um, he said it was really about me getting her out of the way, making sure that she was safe. He was probably about she was probably about to break up with his ass the day before that. Can't do it now. Can't At break all. up with him now. What am I gonna do? You saved me. I'd be dead if it were. he put his whole body in front of me. What am I gonna do? I can't do it now. I hope that ain't okay. I hope she's deeply, deeply in love with him, and that just made her see another side. To I him. hope so, cause he deserved that if he did that. Like they have a video of him. He literally like jumped in front of her and like scooted her out the way. 
I would have kept running. I would have grabbed her arm and slung, drug her ass. <laughs> That whole that whole fucking rug burn you got on your left side. I'm sorry about that, but we both here, baby. <laughs> I don't think I would have stood there like I got a fucking force field around me like goddamn the Phoenix or some shit. I would have kept running. I just even if I was a man, I know it's not expected of me as a woman. As a dude, I would have kept going. Like, bitch, why you fight? Like, you see the shooting. So happen? if you have a conversation with your dude one day and y'all get to talking about if y'all were ever in this situation you'll be okay with him continuing to run <laughs> I mean cause your ankles done turned to dust out here I gotta die <laughs> I mean I, I understand that protective the, the self preservation instinct that ki- so like I feel like I might at first be kind of pissed but like I don't think I would stay mad about it cause I get it like that ain't your first your first inclination ain't gonna be to throw yourself in front of them for you we, we running you might not even seen that i failed because i'm gonna be so focused yeah, y'all on running. exercise together he know that you can keep up with him when he was running full speed he just knew you were gonna be right there until he looked to the side and was like oh this bitch finna get us killed <laughs> that's what happened and he looked back and was like i can't i won't be able to live this down I won't be able to live this down knowing that I stopped and looked back. I mean, listen, I would bring it up. I would, I, I wouldn't not be with him, but I feel like I would bring that shit up. Like you remember? That's bullshit. <laughs> you just fuck with him. At the end of y'all meal, he gonna be like, "I'm going to the bathroom." You sure you ain't running out on the tab, <laughs> motherfucker? I would fuck with him about it. I would. I don't think I would leave him though, cause I feel like. Uh, I get it. I wouldn't stop either, probably, to be honest. Like, I'll be talking shit about your paper ankles. <laughs> like, the one fucking time you don't need to be clumsy. You dropping eggs in the goddamn kitchen. You goddamn tripping on some steps. The moment that not being clumsy got your life involved, your bitch ass want to fall. You can't say that to nobody. You always talk about how your ankles are turning to dust. You not the person... To get nobody listen, together about no dust ain't Listen, that's why that's why I like being around people that are bigger than me when I'm somewhere, okay? <laughs> First off, I'm a fast big nigga. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. <laughs> For a big nigga, I'm pretty quick. And, and when I say fast, I ain't gonna say like I'm gonna outrun you in a foot race, but my level of preparation to get up and dart is far more impo- is far more uh impressive than yours. I feel like I can say that for a lot of niggas that's my size and bigger, okay? <laughs> when I used to play ball at AUM, I'm the, I'm the same size I am now nearly. Mm. When they was picking teams, they'll be like, like the dudes who ain't picking, they'll be like, that nigga fast. <laughs> they would say that shit to me. They'd be like, that nigga, he fast. You know what I'm saying? Or a skinny nigga be like, why well, I gotta guard this nigga? <laughs> like, if you thought you was finna have a good old time... <laughs> defending me now i'm not my i got limitations because i'm a big nigga most of my limitations come after we threw hooping and my knees and cooperating <laughs> with the rest of my existence but i'm not too shabby so i i sit around other big niggas because they the ones that's gonna fall and get shot or they the one that's lagging behind i'm gone nigga i'm gone not even not even just big dudes but Sit me around the, the the white dude with the glasses that look like he ain't played a sport in his life. <laughs> I'll smoke him too. 
That's my plan. <laughs> I ain't gotta worry about soon. I'll be like, baby, we need we need a better table because we look like we around a lot of military members and and fast niggas. Or we need to sit by the emergency exit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's be smart about our placement these days, okay? You it's sad, but you do have to think about that shit. Like Yeah, like let's let's go let's go to the back of Walmart first. Let's do all of our shopping in the back of Walmart first. We're gonna split up. You're gonna grab this stuff over here. I'm gonna grab this stuff over there. We don't need to be together. All right? If gunfire happen, you run straight to the milk. In Walmart, you run straight to the milk. Why straight to the milk? Because you can get behind the milk. <laughs> CVS and Walgreens, too. Nigga, if you open up the thing where you get the milk and juice yeah, from, you can push that there. bitch straight back. Yeah. It got wheels on it. You can go right back in there. <laughs> Nigga, if you finna kill me, you finna work. You finna have to shoot through this beer and this milk to get me. Slow the bullets down. Maybe I won't get as hurt. But you gotta come, baby, come straight to the milk. If you hear gunfire, come to the milk. We getting behind the milk. Fuck that jumping on the ground behind the vegetables and shit. Go to the milk. Oh. I need to make a shirt. Go, Go to, to the, the milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, that I saw that and I was like, that's amazing. Like, I just, that wouldn't be my expectation. It wouldn't. I'd have been mad at myself for fucking falling. Cause like, this ain't the time. That, this is not I, I, That the what time. I'm saying. That what I'm saying. I'm gonna be on your ass. You talking about me about running away with your paper ass ankles. My ankles will turn to dust, but then this time, guess whose ankle turned to fucking dust? Yours. <laughs> Trying to get us both killed. <laughs> I'm gonna put your ass in the buggy from here on out. <laughs> push your ass around. You ain't gonna get us killed. At least if I'm pushing you in a buggy, I can get us to safety. <laughs> Gotta come back and shield you like I'm a goddamn X Man. I ain't got no powers. <laughs> finna get shot in my spine for your ass. And you better good as well, goddamn, take care of me for the rest of your goddamn life. <laughs> the rest of my life, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was, I was like, oh shit, that nigga, you gotta stay with him. Where you gonna find a nigga, another nigga that's gonna do that? Like, you ain't gonna find that shit. You gotta marry that boy. Marry him. <laughs> if nothing else, you know he'll put his life at risk for you. And when it, when it come, push come to shove, that nigga gonna be there. I mean, I, I'd marry him. We gonna have to go get married now. Mm, mm, mm. Well, the best the best thing that you can do is to not be in the shooting situation. But if you getting shot at, at doing random shit like grocery shopping, you just got to be prepared these days. Exactly. Go to you the know. milk. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. Shit. Nigga. Go to the milk. Niggas getting shot at garlic festivals and shit. Like, you can't even live your life. Just do regular shit without having to worry about getting shot at. So you got to be prepared at all times. In all places. I guess you could be a good guy with a gun. Stop the shooter. I ain't even finna get into that conversation. <laughs> because I know AC Blow, I don't wanna have to have this conversation with his ass. So I ain't even finna get into the whole why I don't feel like you even have, look, I don't even feel like you have to if you have the tenacity to stop some uh, a shooter, you don't have to be a good guy with a gun. You can be a good guy with pocket sand. <laughs> You could be a good guy with a goddamn ability to tackle. 
Like you, you could anybody could have stopped that shooter without a gun. The person, see, when you say good guy with a gun, they thinking of somebody standing fucking fifty feet away from the nigga that got his pistol aimed at him, like he finna shoot that Who's dude. Who's a sniper? This is the thing that people don't realize about having the gun. Yes, if you have the gun on you, yes, you can shoot at the shooter. But if you are not somebody that is trained to shoot. It's a bunch of innocent bystanders that's gonna probably get some lead accidentally. Like you, the people act like they gonna turn into sharpshooters and shit. And if if a shooter start happening, they just gonna pull their gun out and dart the fucking shooter between the eyes and, and shut all that shit down. And the thing that ain't is, how it works when people are running and scared and it's a lot of chaos. I don't know why people think it's just gonna be this like clear cut motherfucking shit. It's not. And the thing is, the Walmart shooter was shooting people in the parking lot. So like people were getting in their cars and taking the fuck off when he was walking in the Walmart. Wasn't nobody saying, let me get my gun out of my lockbox and go get this guy. <laughs> nobody was saying that self-preservation kicks in before anything else. Mm. That's what happens when you're in the middle of a Walmart. If you're not by yourself and not training, your self-preservation kick in first, then you kick in trying to protect the people that you care about. Who finna really pull out their gun and say, I'm finna get this guy and be close enough to actually successfully do it? If that was the case, all these shooters would have been took care of. We got guns the level we gonna have them now. Mm -hmm. Having more guns not gonna make a difference. And if we ain't doing that shit now with the level of guns we can have, then that shit ain't gonna happen. Okay? But that's it. <laughs> None. Okay. You got anything else on your mind? Or you don't. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.